Bishusa Rava Presidente, this week's Parsha, Parsha's Kitisa. So, this week's Parsha, it's Parsha of Machatzisa uh, Shekel, where everyone had to donate half a shekel, everyone in Amish had to donate half a shekel towards the building of the Mishkan. So, the question is, why half a shekel? And why does Hashem only place the verb give to give a half shekel after first explaining that a rich person will not increase and a poor person will not decrease? So the Orachayim answers with a beautiful idea. It isn't the number. It's not the amount given that Hashem really cares about. Oh, you're going to go ahead and give 10 times the amount, a thousand, a million times the amount. Even if someone is poor and therefore such a person giving even a small amount is more difficult than, let's say, if Elon Musk were to give the same amount. There's, there's a level even above that. Because in actuality, explains Rabbeinu Bachia, we shouldn't worry about our bottom line when we give tzedakah. We're supposed to have bitach on that. We get back what we're going to give. So explains our Chaim, the level above the amount that you're giving or the proportion of your net worth that you're giving is the intention with which you give. Says the Midrash, Hashem showed Moshe a half shekel of fire that Hashem took from under his throne. What does that mean? It's not the actual half shekel that matters. It's the ish that Hashem keeps under his throne. It's the intention. Everyone has been put on an even playing field with the quantity. But the quality differs from person to person. The feeling they have, the thoughts they have when they're, they're giving, that is what separates the individuals. We are expected to always have this fire burning in our hearts perpetually. Always have that ish. Even the days when we wake up and not feeling the passion, the energy, the simcha, it's not necessarily what fire is, that you have that energy, that you have that simcha. So what exactly is simcha? We get a great explanation from the Mepharshim on the Gil Sester, which we read Tuesday, Monday night, Tuesday. So what happened in the Megillah? After Achashverosh sets into motion Haman's evil plan, Mordechai shows up outside the palace and he's wearing sackcloth to show King Achashverosh that he's mourning the decision to destroy his people. Esther sends Mordechai more dignified, fine garments to wear, but he refuses to wear it. He wants to wear his sackcloth. What's going on over here? Says the Alshech. Esther was saying to Mordechai, let's be pragmatic and figure this out. Let's go approach the king with proper clothes and try and talk to him. Wear nice clothes, go up to the king, look like a mensch, and, and, and look royal. Then you can go into his court, you can talk to him, you can discuss with him, maybe talk him out of it. But Mordechai is saying over here, no, it's not time for pragmatism and ishtadlus. It's time for a nace. It's time for a miracle. And I'm not leaving this palace, the palace gates until I get a miracle. And the Malbim, the Malbim explains that Mordechai's approach is the best chance for a miracle is for me to pray for one. It's two opposite approaches are being presented over here. And really this is a watershed moment in Jewish history, in the history of our relationship with Hashem. Because this is the first sig- significant event in the post-Navi, post-Prophet era. Well, Mordechai is considered a Navi, but I think some people consider this is the post-Navi era. Kal Yisrael is accustomed to just approach the Navi in this type of a scenario and ask him, what should we do? What does Hashem want from us? Over here, that's not an option. So they're searching for that balance of ishtadlus and action versus prayer and bitacho. They're trying to figure this, this 
new world out, this new paradigm. Says the Rav of Radunsk, he comes and he sort of disagrees with the Alshech. He says that Esther understood that when there's bad news, you should pray. But you don't pray in sackcloth. A Jew should always be besimcha, no matter how bleak the situation is. But Mordechai disagreed. It's not a time for simcha, Esther. There's a decree for our people to be obliterated. So what is simcha? Says Rav Salvechik, it's not a mood, it's not a feeling, because moods and feelings are constantly changing, and we don't always have control. And any stimulus can change our mood dramatically. So simcha can't just be a mood. It's a deep awareness that one's existence has purpose, that our existence is meaningful. Whatever we're going through matters in the scheme of the whole scale of existence. And according to Rabbi Nachman, it's a mitzvah to have this understanding at all times. Mitzvah gedola lios besimcha tamit, to understand this, always understand this. And Esther is in total agreement with that sentiment over here. Even in the face of complete hopelessness and destruction, we should be besimcha. Wear your finest clothing. So really, which is the correct approach? We, we, we can read on in the Megillah and we get the answer. Achashverosh can't sleep. And he asks one of his servants to read from the book of records. And the servant happens to open up to the page that recorded Mordechai foiling the, the plot of Big, Big Son and Terech. And Achashverosh realized he never rewarded Mordechai. So what's the reward that Mordechai is going to be paraded around the city on the royal horse with the royal garments? So when do the fortunes of Mordechai change? When does the vinahafahu happen? When he changes his clothing in this moment. When he puts on the royal garb. It's part of his reward. That Achashverosh wanted to reward him for, for saving him. For saving his own life. Nonetheless, his fortunes change when he puts on the royal clothing. The Tefer Shlomo says from here that you must have simcha no matter what. To always be conscious of our greater purpose. The meaning we have in our lives. My friend shared with me a word from uh, Rav why is there a mitzvah to drink wine on Purim, according to Masechus Megillah, to the point where we can't tell a difference between cursed is Haman, blessed is Mordechai? Because every single Jew, no matter what they look like, where they're holding, is ultimately totally equal and all come from the same place in Shemayim. We look different, we talk different, some wear tattoos, some wear black hats. When we drink, the barriers are removed. Our perspectives are altered and we more easily can mingle and connect and realize that we're all the same. We can see the panemius in every single person. We look beyond just the superficial. We all share the same purpose and meaning and have a chilek in the Torah and a relationship with the Rabbana Shalom. Hashem, we should always have this simcha, this version of simcha of always being aware of our greater purpose and to look at every other Jew and see and understand that they also have a greater purpose and they matter within the scheme of everything. And it should lead to achlis and Hashem. Everybody should have an amazing job.